Welcome back to Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. This is interactive serialized fiction. There's always more to the story, and readers influence what happens next. Welcome to episode number 48. We'll be reading the Wren Island series, part four, scene 43. In the previous episode, Allison received concerning news from her financial advisor. Now, we'll tag along as Allison sorts through her thoughts and runs into a helpful friend along the way. We'll read for about seven minutes. Afterward, stick around to find out the story behind the story about the old farmer's almanacs in Virgil's Market. Here we go. The Wren Island Series by Laura Joy Lloyd. Part 4, Scene 43. What Allison really wanted to do was walk through the forest hike up to a viewpoint, but her hip wasn't ready for that kind of climbing yet, so walking along her driveway and the road to the market had to be enough. A cranberry orange muffin and a few moments with this year's Old Farmer's Almanac would be just the ticket. She said so to Aunt Macy, then tried to ignore the worried look on her aunt's face. That kind of look probably meant Aunt Macy was on the phone right now, alerting Virgil. The invalid's on the move again. Don't let her do anything she shouldn't. Oh, well. Allison shuffled through a scattering of birch tree leaves along the new fence running the length of her driveway. Like the fence along the beach road, it was a single rope strung between posts as a tangible guide for Aunt Amelia, and a visual marker. She stopped to listen to a symphony in the branches of the cedar trees above. Birds were so little and so high up she couldn't identify them. Virgil would know what kind of birds they were just by their song. At the market, she climbed the steps one at a time. Upsy-daisy, Allison. And just that easily, she was on the porch. So actually, she was doing pretty good these days. Maybe that hike through the forest wasn't far off. First a hike, then a scooter ride, or a boat trip. She leaned her walking stick against the wall and tested her balance. Actually, a boat trip might be totally doable now. She found Virgil in the stockroom unloading a carton of oat milk. Storing oat milk on the same shelf as whole wheat flour. How did that make any sense? She glanced around the stockroom. More oat milk was stored on a different shelf next to a supply of bar soap. There was absolutely no organization to the stockroom at all. She sighed. Might not make sense to you, Virgil said without looking up, but it works for me. But the same product stored in two different places? Virgil stood, brushed his hands against his apron, and cocked his head at her. Are you here strictly in an advisory role, or can I offer you a cranberry orange muffin? A muffin and coffee, please, and I want to look at the almanac. She made her way to the bookshelves wedged into the space under the stairs. No walking stick or cane needed. Alice and Theodore on a roll. She flipped through the almanac and found the weather predictions for the week. Look at that. This high, dry weather was only going to last another few more days before a low, wet system moved in. And everybody knew boating in the sunshine was a lot more fun than boating in wet weather. She headed back outside to the porch and got comfy on a cushioned twig bench, watched the ocean for a bit, flat sea except in the currents, 
According to the tide table, tomorrow morning would be perfect for cruising. Just a girl on her own. Virgil came out to the porch, the screen door swinging shut behind him. He set down a tray, handed the plated muffin to her, and placed a mug of coffee within reach. Mind if I join you? That would be a-okay. Virgil picked up his own drink and sat in a wood-planked chair. I've got a problem, she wanted to say, but didn't. Somebody's stealing my money, she wanted to add. But the fewer people who knew what was going on, the better. Anyway, Virgil would just ask questions. Lots and lots of questions. What breed of dog is Louise, do you think? Virgil, with another question. Allison shrugged. I don't know, some kind of hound mix? She didn't like Lester, that day you barely made it back to Wren. Lester claimed he'd saved you. Then we found out he'd nearly let you die. What'd Louise do? Nothing, because Ralph held on to her collar. I bet she loved that. Virgil laughed. She hated it. She wants to be free and independent almost as much as someone else I know. Virgil gave her a look when he said that. One of those looks. If she felt more up to it, she might. But she had enough going on right now. And besides, it was no fun getting going in a relationship like that and then finding out you weren't interesting anymore. She ate another bite of muffin, chewed, and swallowed. We probably don't want Louise loose if Lester's ever back on Wren. We probably don't want me loose if Lester's ever back on Wren. Next time, Lester will wish he was wearing a helmet. Oh, Virgil, Allison laughed. She finished her muffin and sipped the rest of her coffee. Maddie Conway probably saved my life, maybe more than once. Hope she's doing okay. Hope she's left Lester by now. Over his mug, Virgil raised his eyebrows. Allison got the message. Probably not likely. And suddenly she felt very, very tired. From the weight of it all. The stolen money. The bickering ants. The daily struggle to move around without help. The thought of a teenage girl caught in a situation she couldn't escape. She eyed the flat sea. Anyone with half a raft could sail a sea that calm. First, though, she'd have to convince Aunt Macy to let her go. She stood, slowly, testing her legs. All systems go. One of these days, she'd look up where that phrase came from. I'd better get back to the house. If I'm gone too long, Aunt Macy will send out a search party. Virgil helped her down the porch steps and waved goodbye. Virgil at this end, Aunt Macy at the other. On the road between, fence posts to mark her slow progress. What she wouldn't give to get away by herself. Down the drive a bit, Virgil jogged up next to her, his dark hair flopping down his back. I just remembered, Macy wants a bag of brown rice. Allison pulled a folded fabric bag from her pocket and motioned for Virgil to put the rice in it. He took the fabric bag from her and kept walking. She followed him. I can carry a bag of rice on my own, you know. I know. Macy also wants my help to fix a faucet leak. And if she sees me coming up the drive empty-handed while you toil under a load, her words, not mine, she'll put me in the doghouse. So the idea is I'm doing you a favor by letting you carry it. You got it. Virgil walked on ahead, humming. We just read from the Wren Island series, Part 4, Scene 43. Sometimes readers ask if I really don't know what's going to happen next in the story. 
The Old Farmer's Almanacs in Virgil's Grocery Market are one example of how I pieced together the story in real time. Before I released part one of the series, I shared a blog post with readers called A Tour of Wren Island. You'll find a link to it in the show notes. I didn't know the plot yet, so I just described a few distinctive features of Wren Island. One detail I mentioned was that inside the island's only store, you could find groceries, ice, postage stamps, a little free library, tide tables, and 22 editions of the Old Farmer's Almanac. Then, as I was writing part four of the series, I realized no one had referenced the almanacs yet. When Allison headed to the store with a boating trip forming in her mind, it was time to do so. Yes, you can look up the weather and tides online, but this is Wren Island. We do things differently here. Why are there 22 editions of the Old Farmer's Almanac in Virgil's store? I haven't figured that out yet. If you've got an idea, send me a message using the link in the show notes. In the next episode, Allison approaches her Aunt Macy with the idea of getting away by herself, and the conversation doesn't go quite like she'd hoped. Thanks so much for joining me here on Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. If this was your first visit to Wren Island and you'd like to find out what happened before you arrived, you'll find links in the show notes to listen to a recap episode or listen to the series from the very beginning. Even better, click on the link to subscribe to receive my emails. You'll become part of the very special group of readers who influence what happens on Wren Island. This is interactive serialized fiction. There is always more to the story, and readers influence what happens next. Thanks for reading with me. 